Hey, welcome back. Before we get into today's episode, I do want to remind you that I've said something in the past, which is I am not the most tech-savvy person. So for today's episode, you might listen to some audio changes. It might sound louder in some parts than others. And that is because, like I said, I am not a very tech-savvy person, and I'm, I'm just now getting the hang of this podcasting thing. But I did experiment with having my first guest on the episode. And I mean, if you read the title of the episode, you already know who my guest is. Nonetheless, that was my first time using two mics. I guess there is a way to plug in two mics into your laptop. I didn't know that. So one mic picked up the voice and the other one didn't. The other one, the other audio ended up being picked up by my laptop. What I'm trying to say is there is some audio technical difficulties in this episode. My guest did offer to re-record the entire episode, but there's something special about having the original one going out. And I know that the audio is not that bad. It just sounds louder in some areas than it does in others. It's really not a big deal. So I hope you guys don't mind and I'll send you straight into today's episode. Enjoy. Hey friends, welcome back to Conscious Body with me, your host, Jackie Sanchez. I have a special treat for you all today. We have a very, very special guest, my best friend, my partner, Jesse. Welcome to the show. Oh my God, your best friend? My best friend. (laughs) Hello, everyone. I'm excited for today. We're going to be talking about our spiritual journey as a couple, our spiritual journey together. Nice. I love it. Yeah, maybe we should give him a background on how we met. How we met. Um, I'll go ahead and tell my version of the story, okay? And then maybe you can readjust <laughs> or something. But um, I was saying, I would say I was following my passion in graphic design. And I was a part of a, I guess you could say a car club as well. I was kind of also in cars uh, back in the day, maybe when I was 23, 24 years old around that age. Um, And then my friends in the car scene knew me as, oh, he does graphic design. And I also had my own business. I had a bunch of other businesses, but whatever the case is, they recognized me as that. And then Jackie's brother, which I didn't know him at the time, had asked one of our mutual friends from the car scene, hey, do you guys know any car or any uh, designers? He's starting like this brand, whatever. Like one of my friends basically called me up And he's like, hey, um, you know, my boy, Brian, which is Jackie's brother, uh, is looking for a designer, yada, yada, yada. He connected me with him. And then I ended up going to Brian's, um, what is it, Uh, his friend's house. I guess it was his his co-partner in in the business. They were starting Alpha Core Athletics at the time. And I went to go visit them and hit it off. I noticed that um, Edgar was, was, I guess, the main founder of AlphaCore. I'm not even sure if that's correct or not or accurate. But whatever the case is, he had an Andy Frisella poster in his at-home gym in his garage. And I noticed, I'm like, whoa, that's like personal development. That's like something that I really vibe with. I was listening to Andy Frisella at the time a lot. So I really liked these guys. And mind you, I had been doing graphic design for a while at that point. I was getting tired of it. So I was feeling like, I was going to take these guys on as my last clients. And, um, you know, so when I started working with Jackie's brother and Edgar, uh, I really enjoyed the work. There was a lot of no complaints. So 
just to kind of fast forward a little bit, I worked with them for a while. I ended up going above and beyond with these dudes, meaning I ended up going to Brian's house and brainstorming and staying late at their house. Again, I didn't know Jackie <laughs> was his sister at the time. And um, I had known of Jackie through social media. And even some of my friends in the car scene were like, hey, man, this girl, check her out, you know, whatever. And back in the day, Jackie was, you know, posting different types of content as she was today. So to me, I was like, oh, okay, she's a popular girl. She's an influencer. She's like this and that. Didn't think anything of it. And one time I was at her house uh, helping her brother in the kitchen come up with some designs for his business. And all of a sudden, Jackie walks into the kitchen. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then Brian was like, <laughs> oh, this is my sister, Jackie. And I was like, in my head, like, whoa, that's his sister. <laughs> so uh, from there, I was just like, all right, all right, chill. Don't panic. Don't act like, you know, like you're, uh, what do they call it, starstruck or anything? I was very calm, collected. And I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet you, whatever. And then literally just completely ignored her and moved on. And um, that's how we initially met. Um, but yeah. And she had said some other stuff, asking some questions to her brother. So I'll let her explain that. <laughs> what was her first impression of me? <laughs> I think we're going to have to include video on our next podcast together because people need to see my face as you're telling this story. <laughs> but yes, that's true. I walked into my house and that's when I had just returned from living in Mexico for a couple of months. And I walk in and there's this guy sitting at my kitchen table with my brother doing something. He introduced us briefly and then I walked out. But after he left, I asked, I'm like, I asked, who is that? And my brother, he explained who he was, but he also said he had a girlfriend. So I was like, whatever. Wait, 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 wait. Why would he have the need to say he has a girlfriend? Because I, I was interested. I, I was asking all these questions. I don't know exactly like what else I asked aside from like, who is he? Why is he here? <laughs> um, I must have sounded interested if you told me that. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, okay. You just wanted me to say that. <laughs> just want to make it clear. Okay, just want to make, just it want to make it clear she was interested in you guys. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but any, yeah, that's how we met. And then we went on about our lives and we reconnected like a whole year later. Yeah. So um, I didn't know that she was, you know, somewhat interested. I feel like, yeah, I kind of was too. But um, obviously I had my current girlfriend at that at that time. Um, Wait, was that? No, I hadn't gone to Mexico yet. No. So we had, so here's what ended up happening. Um, after we had met that first time, um, I had actually like, I think I was going through like a breakup or depression. I was like at a, a bit of a low point in my life because I remember uh, I was going to Vegas for the first time ever for convention. Yes. And that's when you um, had told me like, oh, like, that's really cool. I had mentioned something about my business and what I, I was doing in finance. And I mean, I had a bunch of businesses, mind you, but I remember that was said. I don't remember how it was said or how that conversation was brought up. But I also remember when I came back from convention, um, you know, I was a single man. <laughs> so when we first met, I was going through some stuff and then when we met again after 
which was I think after like in August, mid-August, something like that. Yes. You had seen me again in your kitchen again, brainstorming with your brother. Yeah, that's when I had returned from my trip. So yeah. I met you. You went through some stuff. I went through some stuff. Mm -hmm. I ended up trying to heal from that. So I moved to a different country. Mm -hmm. You were healing that in America. You didn't leave yeah, the country. I, yeah, I was dealing with mine here. But also, it's so interesting. I was like to use to, I guess you can say, heal during my time. I was using the gym. So it was the first time ever I had even purchased a gym membership and actually got my butt to the gym, waking up like super early. So I was kind of going through my own self-healing journey as you were too. Yeah. And I, I remember sharing what I was going through as I was going through it. And you had actually reached out at some point. You asked me something briefly about like a fruit I was eating in Mexico, but that was it. And when I came back from Mexico, that's when I saw you in my kitchen again. And that's when you told me about your your business stuff. You got my number because you were going to send me a video, some personal development video. All right. So I got to tell this story real quick. All right. <laughs> so I had um, messaged Jackie because I knew, I, you know, me being a single dude again, uh, you know, just kind of doing guy stuff. I had like messaged Jackie a couple times just so she can, I basically can get her attention. And um, so we had DM'd back and forth on Instagram. So I would ask her questions and I think we would send some podcasts to each other, some sort of post, something like that. Uh, but we were basically in touch. And then we saw each other again, like she mentioned at her house. So that was already the second time after I had come back from convention. And this is so crazy, trip out on this, that what I heard in convention, one of the biggest things, and that kind of got me emotional in that moment, was actually from a pastor. So it's kind of weird and interesting how God works in bringing people together because I clearly remember in her kitchen and I, I this is how I got her number. I was like, hey, I'm going to text you something that I recorded, which was the pastor, his message uh, at, at convention. And that's how I got Jackie's number, by the way, smooth clutch coming in with the text about a podcast. But Anyhow, or not a podcast, it was a, a live um, you know, uh, speech. But even then, both of us were not faith-centered. Yeah, that's true. We were just, I don't know, you like the message, I was receptive to it, I, I listened to it, but that was really about it. Yeah. And then, but now you had my number, so you yep. called me like a, what, a week later? <laughs> yeah, I called her a week later. Randomly. I was studying to be a personal trainer, like I had my flashcards out. I see you calling me, and I thought you wanted to talk to my mom. Because I don't know, I thought y'all were like good friends. You always talked about healthy stuff together. So, so as I pick up the phone, I'm like, my mom isn't here. Like, you want her number? Yeah, that was so funny because when she had walked back, so the the second time that she um, that we exchanged numbers or whatever, um, I was talking to her mom on my way out of her house, and we had um, her and her mom and I. We were talking about like just healthy stuff because again, I was hitting the gym. I was back on track with my health and my fitness. So I was telling her mom about like the juices that I was making every single day. Um, so we were having a blast, her and her mom and I just, or her mom and I, sorry, just talking about it, like on the way out. And that's when Jackie comes in. So she was like, oh, she kind of noticed that her mother and I had kind of already built somewhat of a relationship, I guess, maybe some sort of conversation, but yeah, because I saw you as this like super healthy, organic dude. And my mom <laughs> is all about that stuff. So I guess 
I'm like, oh, they're just bonding on that. So when you did call that day, but you were calling me to go out and dance, I thought you just wanted to talk to my mom. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely not. So I had called her to invite her to go dancing that Friday night of that week because I was just feeling in a I was just feeling good. I was in a great mood. I was like driving back from Santa Barbara, the beach, the weather was perfect. I was just feeling awesome. And I was like, man, I want to go dancing. And I'm like, man, who 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 should I? <laughs> Jackie came to mind. So I just literally called her. And uh, with no hesitation, she's like, of course, let's do it. Yeah, I love dancing. And so you knew exactly what to ask. So yeah, we went dancing. And then after that, we there's some stuff that happened where I was like, I don't think this guy is for me. I don't even know if I like this guy. And then we didn't, we still communicated a little bit, but we didn't hang out again until. Until. Oh, we didn't hang out again. And was it like my birthday after my birthday? Uh, I know you reached out a few times and uh, I was not very receptive to the idea. Yeah, so why don't we tell them the story of that first date? <laughs> okay, you know what? I'll let you tell the story because you love this story. It yeah, I love cars. I so... love I love this story. So, <laughs> well, she mentioned something earlier as to like I don't this guy isn't for me. I don't want to go out with this guy. Yada yada yada. Why is she saying that? Well, after we danced, and by the way, we danced all night. Oh, and something that I thought of was like, man, I never did one stepped on this girl's toes. And I thought that was so big for me personally, because every time I dance with somebody, like I always end up messing up. I never thought I was like the best dancer, even though I was confident and a little cocky in my dancing skills. But Jackie was the first person ever that I danced with that I never stepped on their toe. And I was I thought that was just so interesting. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I think we've now, like, I've probably stepped on your toes a couple times after that. That's how you knew but, I was the one. <laughs> yeah. For some reason inside of me, I was just like a kid. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's got to be the one, right? If I didn't step on her toes. And we danced for like three hours or like almost four. We danced the whole night. It was we a long drenched. time. Like, we yeah, were we were sweating. super drenched. And I had like a vest on, my long sleeve, and then a shirt underneath. Uh, my vest on the outside was like drenched in sweat. So it was a really, really fun time. It was a good time. And uh, anyway, and surprisingly, the, I didn't care because I feel like old version of me would have been like, oh, no, like you're all I'm, sweaty yeah, and nasty. Like, yeah, same. You know what? That's so interesting. You bring that up because I felt the same way. So um, after we were done dancing, I think it was like 3 a.m. or it closed like that club closed really late. Whatever the case, empty roads. I had my freaking, you know, Camaro at the time. ZL1, by the way, supercharged. And I had all these mods making like 660 to the wheels by the, yes, I, you can tell I'm a car guy, right? So uh, I was like feeling good. You know, we were just done dancing, put her in the car, we were driving back home. And, you know, again, I'm a super big car enthusiast. So this freaking Hellcat Challenger pulls up next to us on like after going from Universal City, if you guys look at the map on Google, passing Universal City, so going up to 405. Once you transition into the 101 freeway going westbound towards uh, Ventura County, that's the intersection right there when it starts to go straight. So a Hellcat Challenger pulls up next to me or next to us and just starts revving it. Like he starts like, you know, going at it like he wants to race. 
And I look over at Jackie and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I have to do this. <laughs> I'm like, I've been wanting to test my car after dumping so much money into my car. I've been wanting to test it against this, this car. Mind you, I don't even think Jackie knows what the heck I'm talking about when it comes to cars. But if you're a car enthusiast out there, like, you know, that's a really fast car, the Hellcat Challenger. And uh, so we ended up racing from like the, the 101, 405 intersection all the way to Calabasas, five times back and forth, empty freeway. Okay. Not dangerous. And uh, yeah, not dangerous guys. So just to brag a little bit, I ended up beating the dude and um, he was like at the end of our race, you know, he pulls his window down and he's like asking me about the car. And I was like, yeah, it's basically got, you know, this, that, and the third with modifications. He's like, Oh, no wonder you beat me. (laughs) So that was such a fun time for me. And I was like, and I was thinking in my head, man, what a way to end the night. So I was all happy. I was on a good one. And then when we get home, I drop off Jackie. And this is what she tells her, her brothers, go for it. Oh, yeah. So I tell my brother, the one who had originally like was working with Jesse. I said, I'm never going out with this guy ever again. He was racing on the freeway. He didn't value my life. I wanted to get out of the car. I was like going on and on. I'm like, I'm never going to see that guy ever again. I was just angry. I was so mad. That is so funny. So we ended up staying in touch. And um, even though I didn't know that she felt that way, but um, we still stayed in touch. And then we ended up going out dancing again. I invited you out like a couple. It was like a month and a half or we went out like every other month from like the middle of what was it? 2017 to the end of 2017. We would go out dancing. um, So. Yeah. And then we would also go out on what I would say. Spiritual walks. Spiritual walks. Yeah. And that's what I like to call them because keep in mind, guys, I was still trying to heal. I was still trying to, I guess, it back day, back in the day, they would call it self-love, find self-love, right? That's like the new age stuff, which is deceptive. I mean, they still call it that. We're just not following that. Yeah. So in that sense, I was like, well, you know what? I need to learn to love myself and just be alone for a little bit. Um, so I never saw Jackie as like, you know, trying to mess around with this girl. I saw her as very wise. And um, I really wanted to pick her brain as to like, maybe how can I heal some of the stuff that I was going through and why it was happening to me. And also on the fi- uh, fitness and health stuff, because, you know, mind you, I was, I was getting abs as well. And they were starting to come in. Uh, so towards the end of 2017 is, you know, when I was like super uh, at my all time fit, I would say. And Jackie helped me through that. So I like that we stayed in touch because of that. Yeah, you know, I forgot about that second dance. And then I think I complained again. I don't know what my complaint was to my brother. And he's like, well, why do you keep showing up? Why do you keep going? And that was a really good question. But now we can see why I continue to show up. Uh, Time only told on that one. But yeah, we you had asked to hang out again, and then I just suggested we go on walks. So we said we started doing our spiritual walks. We would talk about we would talk for hours. We would go on walks and talk for a really, really long time. Yeah, we were. I think we were both still wondering uh, about the universe and God, and going through that phase of having deep conversations. I feel like I didn't want to waste my time. I was very intentional about why I would go on these walks with Jackie 
versus just doing it on my own. And I really appreciate that, you know, you went on these walks with me and we did this together. Yeah, because at the time I remember too, you were on your healing path. And then I was also on like a similar healing path. And we would just talk about that and yeah. try to understand the bigger picture together. Yeah, we were, I, I noticed even from day negative zero, like minus one, right? Like there's, since we met, we've always been very open with one another about our vision and our dreams and what we hope to accomplish in our life. So there's never been any like, hey, what do you want to do? What do you like? There's never been any confusion in a bigger picture sense. And I think that's why we clicked very well. Yeah. And then from there, like we said, we didn't we didn't hang out very much. We probably went on those spiritual walks for like three or four times. Yeah, we didn't go out very and often. We And then weirdly enough, we saw each other once outside a random half abandoned building. Do you remember that? Oh, that yeah. Was so strange. So at the time, I still had a job. And in my day job, I was very, very flexible. And um, I was a technician going around, you know, fixing copiers. So my job was very flexible. I got to visit a bunch of places. It was never boring. It was, you know, fun at times. And um, I remember going to this old Oxnard High School. And before, it's so weird. Before I went there, that was like my next stop for my job. I was thinking of Jackie. And this is the most insane thing. Again, this is, I think this is God. And I was thinking of Jackie and I thought to myself, man, if she really is the one, I'll see her right now. I would see her or like she'll pop up or God send me a, like I literally spoke to God. And I went to the Oxford High School, old Oxford High School. I fixed the printer on my way out. Okay, I was already like taking off my work shirt because I was already done with my day. Mind you, it was like 1 p.m. So <laughs> it was like super early or it was like in the afternoon, like lunchtime. Um, but that was a, you know, fun time. I, I hear a voice in the hallway and I turned to my right and I saw a figure and it was Jackie. And in my mind, I was like, no, 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 no. I was just like in denial of it. Like, no, that's not her. And she was with her brother. And then I just kept walking and ignored it. I'm like, no, I'm going to pretend I didn't see that. Like, that's like, I'm going to, I'm just going to ignore her, keep walking to my car, whatever. And then next thing you know, like it's her. And then I turn around and I'm like, oh, hey, Jackie. Yeah, I saw you so on the I, sidewalk and my hand just like popped up to wave high. Yeah. I was like, wait, that's the guy. Yeah. That's him. Yep. And I was taking off my shirt and um, yeah, like I was basically just wrapping up my day. And yeah, that's how we, we ended up running into each other again. I think you were so mindful and you forgot to say hi to my brother. Yeah, I didn't really talk to, yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> yeah. that was kind of rude of me. Now looking back at it, like I should have acknowledged him, right? But, um, but yeah, that happened. And then we didn't, we didn't, I wasn't very responsive to your messages until you said happy birthday. And then, I don't know what part of me was like, oh, thank you so much. We should hang out. And we did. We hung out in the following following month. And then from there, that was, it was history. Yeah, so I know we're already running maybe a little over time. 
No, we have unlimited time. So. Oh, unlimited time. We just keep it under 45. Okay, cool. So, yeah, let's dive a little bit in depth into that. Okay, so you say happy birthday. You ask me. I say we should hang out. You're like, do you want to hang out now or when I come back from my trip? Because you were doing some Yeah, so I was doing trip. another business trip out in Palm Springs. And in Palm Springs, um, I was going to be staying out there for a couple of days. And she's like, you know what? Let's do it after your trip. And in my head, I was like, okay, perfect. Because now I can share some takeaways from my trip with Jackie. So I go to my trip and I had a, I guess you can say mental breakdown. But looking back, it's more like a breakthrough. And at that trip, and I'm going to be fully transparent with everybody here. Jackie already knows this. Um, I had invited, you know, some, some people and, um, I was very like looking to settle in my relationship, love life. And out of all the people that I had, <laughs> like all of them started ghosting me. All of them started just like, it was like a list of, of, you know, women. <laughs> and I was like looking to see like, all right, which one, you know, should I, should I try to work things out with, or which one should I really kind of settle with and love and I was trying to see I was trying to gauge basically out of all women right that I had options with um, I narrowed it down to one of them and this one um, we never did anything physically all we did was just speak so it was kind of like a similar situation like Jackie and I right I mean although Jackie and I had danced and got sweaty <laughs> but not to get too graphic but um dance and sweat. <laughs> yeah just dancing right i was basically like looking to settle in my life um right after i had came back from uh, or once i was going on this trip so i invited i narrowed it down to this one person and on this trip this one person just completely flaked on me and i was like man like i thought this person would be it so i i i was in that trip with a couple of my business partners and I was just having like a mental breakdown. Like I, it was just one of those days on that trip where I just needed to cry, be alone. And that's what ended up happening. I told my business partners, hey, I'll catch you guys in a little bit. I'm going to uh, make a quick phone call. It's work related. It wasn't work related. And they all went out to the stage and just spoke. And I stayed in my room and I had like a, just a complete breakdown. And that was the moment in my life where I thought about God and I thought about like um, just praying to him and asking him, like, just put the right person in front of me. Like I'm ready. I'm basically just ready to, to settle. I'm, I'm ready to stop messing around. I was looking, I was having like a reflection on my life and I was like, I just need to get my stuff together and I want to be the best version of myself. So to me, I was very, very serious about just settling. And after looking back and I'm like, man, nobody's here. Nobody's next to me. Um, it just kind of sucked. And I, Jackie was like flashing in my head throughout those thoughts, throughout me crying. I was, mind you, I was like crying heavily and like cuddled up in my bed. And um, I would kept fighting God over Jackie because he kept putting Jackie in my head. Like, this is the girl, this is the girl, this is the girl. And I was like, no, I'm not even talking to her like that. <laughs> I'm not even like talking to her this way, even though maybe I had thoughts of, you know, 
some relationship stuff with with Jackie. But even my, one of my friends was like, no, you don't you know, keep Jackie as just a friend. Like you shouldn't be messing around with that girl. Um, Jackie just kept flashing in my head. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like I'm alone. I'm going to live this life alone, like whatever. And then um, after that whole breakdown or breakthrough, uh, Jackie and I, I think it was like 10, 15 days later, it was after the new year, um, we had met up. Yeah, that was a plan. We would meet up after my birthday and after your thing, your event. Yeah. So we met, I think we went, we went for a walk. Yeah, we went on another walk. It was January 15. And something came over me that night where we went on our walk after the walk was over, I really felt like hugging you and like not letting you go. So as we went our separate ways, I gave you a hug and it was so tight and so like heartwarming that I felt like telling you I love you in that moment. But I didn't. It just like I was going to do it and then I was like, like it just my breath just completely I lost my breath. I didn't do it. So I went home that night and I'm like, dang, I was feeling like heartbroken in the past. But then I was like, you know what? I don't care about being heartbroken anymore. I'm just going to express myself. And if she's with it, good. And if she's not with it, well, good. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to express myself to Jackie. So I literally texted her that night that I went home. I love you. And she was just like mind blown about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't even know me. Like, how do you love me? How, like, how do you know you love me? There's more details to like lead me leading up. I'm not just going to randomly text it to her, right? We were texting for a while before I even said it. But I ended up saying it. And then she, um, yeah, she just couldn't believe it. She didn't come around until like maybe a month later, which was like Valentine's Day. Yeah, and at the time, I, I was still trying to process my own healing. Yeah. So I feel like I wasn't... Like, I, I guess the old version of me would have said my heart wasn't ready for that. I wasn't open to that. So when you came at me, although that's what I wanted. And I, I remember asking you at one point, I'm like, what can you give me that I can't give myself? That was my mindset back then, right? What can Jesse give me that I can't give myself? And you said love. Remember mm-hmm. you said love. And that's when I was deep into finding self-love or just love in general. So when you had said that, I don't think I knew how to react. I didn't, I didn't even know how to process that. So yeah, it took me a whole month to get with the program here. Yeah, so my mindset was just be open, be honest, be vulnerable because I don't know if I'm going to die tomorrow. I would rather just speak my peace and just speak what I feel to this person. And again, whether she's with it or not, I had already had a crying breakdown, so I couldn't have one again <laughs> as bad as that. So I was like, man, what's the worst case scenario? She said, she tells me no. And I end up in the same spot, like whatever. So I was just very open. I was very vulnerable to just letting you know how I felt about you. That is so sweet of you. So of course we started dating. That's why we are here today. And let's fast forward to our growth spiritually together because yeah, like so- you mentioned, like, yeah, we had glimpses of God, but we weren't in our faith, I was totally in the new age, running a new age business yep. with a new age college degree. Yep. And you also did not believe you were a you you. I guess you can explain. Yeah. So, um, 
leading up to us going out and, you know, dating and actually calling each other boyfriend and girlfriend, um, I feel like in my moments that I was ready to make those life-changing decisions, I had always prayed to God. And this is something I had always done as a kid and in private, in private. I never wanted people to know that I was like with God or with it uh, because I was brought up, you know, forced basically to learn about God and Catholic, you know, like typical Latino, Hispanic, you know, household. I was so there because I felt the same way. Like I felt like I didn't want my mom to know. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to know that I actually believe in this. It was kind of like, it's weird. Yeah. So I think in my mindset, I was just like, you know, I would rather do it in private than to do it in, in public because I never wanted to be someone that was just like a follower when I didn't even know what I was following. But deep down inside, I always felt like, well, you know what? Uh, if I pray and something happens, great. And if I pray and something doesn't happen, I'm still in the same spot. So it never hurts to just pray. It never hurts to just at least try, give it a shot and see what happens. Because prayer to me at that time or in those times or as I was growing up, it was really just, well, hey, I might as well try. All I'm doing is just putting my hands together and putting my head down, closing my eyes, talking to God, <laughs> and that's it. Worst case, I get what I want. Worst, you know, wor or sorry, best case, I get what I want. Worst case, I, I'm, I'm in the same spot. So yeah, I was time, very private about that. I didn't mind that, that you weren't in your faith when we met because I came from the mindset of, well, your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. We can all live happily ever after. I respect wherever you're coming from. So I didn't really care. The only one thing I have to say that I was kind of like weirded out, freaked out about was your username. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was the only thing that I was okay, like, oh, so, what's wrong with this guy? So I'll tell him my username. My username is Demon. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah, that freaked me out. I was like, oh, why is that? Like, take that off. So that's like, yeah. So that was literally me just being a cool kid. Growing up, I was a huge nerd, StarCraft, Warcraft, Warcraft 3, not World of Warcraft. And um, I was like huge into video games. And I just, I saw these guys with these usernames playing online when I was, you know, freaking 10, 11, 12 years old. And they all had like this dragon name and this like, you know, names from video games. And I was like, I want to have a cool name. <laughs> so I just literally wrote up like Demon and that was it. That was like my online alias forever was just Demon. So my computer's name is Demon. My iPhone's name is Demon. Like everything, just me being cool and me keeping like the privacy aspect of it. So it was just like an alias to me of online when I'm playing video games. That's all it was. Yeah. It, I didn't I didn't mean anything more than that for me. Yeah, but me coming from the world that I came, especially like even in New Age, right? Like a demon is not seen as good. Yeah. Uh, and I was a huge believer in like angel numbers and angel lists and like all these different things. So when yeah. I saw that, I was like, wait a minute. Uh, what's up with a username? Yeah. But other than that, everything was cool. We didn't, I mean, I didn't mind. And I do remember one specific moment where you said that we would never raise our kids believing in any type of God, that that was just not going to happen. Yeah, so I saw it as like, oh, it's dumb. You've never seen God. You've never even seen Satan. I've never even seen like the, you know, I've never seen anything, but I've heard stories. And it's all like, to me, it was just like science fiction. Um, to me, it was all make-believe. To me, it was like nothing. It was like dumb. 
So I felt when I said that, I didn't want to raise <laughs> dumb children believing something that they've never even seen. But now getting closer to God, I realized, well, it's interesting how every time I pray to him, something happens. And then I've started to realize like, man, these aren't coincidence and coincidences anymore. There's something bigger out there than than us. And that's what's brought me closer to to my faith. Well, let's wrap up with how we came to our faith together because we were both raised in it. Yeah. And then growing up, we both left it. Yep. And then together, we came back to it. Yeah, I think God brought us together and we started getting little glimpses of it. And I started to become more curious. And every time I would do that, just more and more and more would happen. And I think you were even more curious than I was because I feel like at a deep level, I wanted to get to know God in the way that people would describe him. But it wasn't enough of a urge or urgency to me like to actually go do it. So I feel like because of the man that preached to you had been preaching to me for five years and I could not hear him at all until you came along. Yeah, so I knew Jackie. So mind you, me being in finance and me being in business and me listening to all these motivational speakers, they always have one thing in common, at least from the what I've heard and the ones I've seen. They all thank God. So that's what made me so curious as to, you know what? I have this sense of urgency with my life now. I'm a little bit older than, than Jackie. And I'm ready to take my life serious. I'm ready to settle down. I'm ready, ready to hunker down. So if these successful businessmen are thanking God, I need to get to know God. And that's when I was asking Jackie about, hey, who is this mentor of yours that knows about finance and also knows about God? Yeah, I had mentioned to you that I had, I didn't even mention to you the whole Bible preaching part. I just said that I had a mentor and that he knew finance. And then you asked for me to connect you with him. And I said, Beware, because he was never going to get to the point. He's going to bring the Bible, and he's going to want you to read the Bible. Correct. And you were okay with that. So, I was okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I had I didn't gotten fight like it. five years of that, and I was like, oh, if this guy is just not getting to the point, I'm, yeah. you can show up. I'm done showing up. And then you showed up, and then we showed up, and next thing we know, we're doing a 16-week Bible study with the man. Yep. And shortly after that, 2020 happened, yep. and a lot of truths were revealed to us. Yeah. And it, we have not looked back ever since. It's like the blindfold was taken off of both of our eyes. And we were able to, I guess you seek and you shall find, right? Yeah. And we found. Yeah, that's a beautiful way to put it. So I think um, going from how we met to how, you know, we ended up growing spiritually together. That was a very good summary. <laughs> I think that was a, probably like a year into our relationship. Yeah, I would say about a year, year and a half. Yeah, yeah. a year, year and a half of us. Just... And mind you, keep keep in mind, guys, um, for myself, it's a lot of um, tired of being sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, of not taking my relationships seriously not taking my finances seriously, not taking my faith seriously. There's a lot of decisions that have to be made. So you got to make sure, hey, if you want to grow yourself spiritually and you want to, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do, just kind of take a step back, look at where you're at, what's gotten you there and what you need to do to get to the next level. 
Yeah, and we will have you back so we can talk more about how we grew spiritually together, how we continue to grow spiritually together, and to share some tips. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Of course. We'll welcome you back very, very soon for part two of this episode. Appreciate you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, babe. Love you. Love you too.